Hey everybody, this is Aaron the Retro Guy and uh, welcome to the Morning Roast Podcast. This is the home for all the craziness, the highlights, the interviews, and all the fun that we have on the Morning Roast Radio Show. Sit back and enjoy. (laughs) Hey, listen, I get it there. Let's get right into it. First question I've got for you. You know, what do you think is the biggest thing that probably creators struggle with? Um... Now, I think that there's a few. One definitely is being consistent and coming up with consistent ideas. That's a struggle, and it's a lot harder than people actually think that it is. Um, I know that there are some times where it seems like every day, like I have three or four different ideas, boom, and I crank them out and I'll write them down and, and things of that nature. But there are some times where I have nothing. And I sit there and I'm like, oh, I haven't posted in like four days. I need to, I need to come up with some kind of idea. Um, and I think, and there's a, the other thing that I think a lot of creators struggle with is just being in the public eye, right? Being in a position where you are vulnerable, where you are open to criticism and hateful comments and things like that. And it really, it, it can make or break a creator, um, but it also can, can stick in your skin like nothing else. Hearing how other people view you, whether they're right or wrong, um, I think that that's just kind of like a pill that some people have to swallow that is very hard for them to swallow sometimes. I don't have this down, but do you, are you a read the comments guy? Like, are you, I, I know some people have two ways of looking at it. Some people, uh, like I've heard Joe Rogan say, oh, I never read the comments. Don't read the comments. Then I've heard other people that say, well, if you don't read the comments, you might not be able to get better. Like there may be some people in the comments that have some genuine points, but how do you feel about, I'm going to put the comments in quotation marks, you know, the feedback that whether it's good or bad. I read, I try to read every single comment. Now, you know, um, you do, run into millions of views of videos and, and thousands on top of thousands on top of thousands of comments. So you can't read every single one, but me personally, I do. I read every single comment for that reason. You don't know what someone is saying um, and you might miss a really good idea or my biggest thing is I don't only read comments. I like to react to most of most of the comments because that is how you grow your community. That is how you make friends. That's how you create with or uh, con- connect with other content creators. That's how you make someone see someone um, feel special because they're being seen. Right? You don't know. Like, there's been so many times where it's just been a basic comment left by someone. I reacted to him. And they instantly become a follower because they are being seen by me. They're taking their time out to leave that comment. Now, I don't deal with a lot of the bad comments. So that's another reason why I like read through. Um, but the ones that are positive, the ones that are good, the ones that are funny, because not all negative comments are negative. Some are just meant to be funny. And if you can find the humor behind it, I think that's another beautiful thing. Um, because some, some content creators take certain comments the wrong way and it was never much meant to be taken that way. So yeah, to, to sum it up, I do read the comments. 
and there's nothing wrong with that. I think sometimes it's it has a lot to do with uh, where you are mentally um, in your oh, journey sure. of life. You know, maybe you're maybe you're a newer creator. I I know for me when I was first started doing the content thing. I, negative comments really got to me a lot more than they do now. And now I can kind of read them and, you know, it really, if, especially if it's just something that's meant to be negative, it almost is just in and out. It doesn't bother me at all. And so I, I do think if you're a newer creator, you know, temper your expectations a little bit. Yes, you're going to want to do things that are amazing and you're going to have the best intentions and they're going to people be people who just wake up one morning and think, you know what I'm going to do? Try to ruin somebody's day to day. And um, Jolly was talking about last week. What he looks at is he tries to put them, himself in that person's position and try to think of what could possibly be going on in that person's life that would make them want to address a situation this way. And a lot of times you can do that through empathy and, and somebody somebody may be really going through something and the only way they know how to handle it is to lash out at, let's be honest, a perfect stranger. Oh, for sure. Um, and that's a definitely a, a great way to look at it, putting yourself in their shoes. But me, I also, um, being someone who was bullied growing up, I got six kids real early in life, you know, like fifth, sixth, seventh grade to where people's comments and stuff like that. And these are like kids I was going to school with, um, family members, so on and so forth. Like that thick in my skin um, and prepared me for what I didn't think back then, what I am doing now, right? If I can ignore comments that are being made by people who I know personally, Joe Schmo 967 on on the, the computer at home in their basement isn't going to hurt me because I don't know this person. Right. So it doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter what this person who I have no context or no, uh, I'm not going to be in contact with or meet ever face to face or anything like that. I don't care what that person thinks of me, how they view me. Um, one of my favorite quotes, I don't, am I allowed to cut? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Okay, one of my <laughs> just had to make sure. One of my favorite quotes by Jay Z is, "What you eat don't make me shit." Right? Meaning, like, I don't care what you think, what you say about me. I have to pay my own bills. Like, you're not going to pay my bills. You're not the one creating my content. You're not the one growing my platform. So why do I give a fuck about what you think or what you say? I'm still gonna be me no matter what. I I, I completely agree. Completely agree. Since yeah, so that yeah. That's not a quote I can use on the morning show on TikTok, but it's 100% a quote that's going up on my whiteboard uh, after this is over. So I, I know you've probably seen it. I always, I, I kind of poke fun about it because I've been there, but we've all seen the burnout video. If you, you know what I'm talking about, the TikTok creator or the, hey, I never wanted to make this video, but I'm going to have mm-hmm. to take a break from social media. You know, they don't call it burnout, but we all kind of know that's what it is. It may manifest itself in different ways, but have you experienced burnout? And if you have, how do you deal with it? Or how do you keep yourself from burnout? I think when you are doing something every single day, posting three or four times a day, or even just posting once a day, you're going to come, you're going to feel some kind of burnout, right? That's just, that's going to happen. Not everyone is going to do something every single day and not get burnt out, no matter how much you love it. You see it with musicians, you see it with athletes, like 
they're doing this every single day. They need some kind of rest. Um, me, I personally will never make one of those videos. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not knocking anyone that does because, but you always see them like, yeah, I'm going to take a month or two off and then uh, 45 minutes later, they're like, hey, I'm back. Like, I just had to go to Starbucks real quick to get a coffee and now I'm back, right? And I mean, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but that's literally what it is. I have a lot of creator friends, friends who are like, oh, I'm done with this app. I'm not creating anymore. And then next week, they're like, hey, I'm back. I missed it. So the way that I personally deal with burnout is I'm more of a doer, not sayer. So I won't post for three or four days. I'm not going to sit here and like tell the world, but there's been times where I just didn't open the app for a week just so I could just lay back and relax and watch, binge watch The Office or Entourage or something like that. Just get my mind right. Um, you have to take little breaks like that. And that is one thing that I learned. So, I mean, I've been, cre- I've been creating content since 2018. Um, and I was going hard two times a week on Instagram uh, for one of my pages every single day for an entire year. And it just got to a point where I didn't post for a month because I was burnt out that much. But I learned from that. And it was just like, okay, I might not need to post every single day, maybe every other day, sometimes maybe every three days. Um, or just take a couple of days off and really connect with like friends, um, family members, you know, I think that's one thing that kind of gets lost when you are doing this is your connection with your actual friends get lost because you're so engulfed in what you're doing. So just take time, go grab a drink with a friend and don't talk about social media. Talk about sports, talk about current events going on in life. Talk about, uh, Will Smith slapping, uh, Chris Rock, you know, just <laughs> right. talk about different things that isn't social media and you creating and you being the person that you are. And I also think that keeps you humble as well because your friends are going to be the ones who are going to bring you back down to life. Like, yeah, you might have 150,000 followers, but you're still Quaylen. So calm down. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think all that helps, helps with burnout, you know, just me, me sticking to who I am as a person. Now, what does success look like for Q? You know, if, if you're looking at success in the content game, what does that look like for you? And how are, how do you position yourself in order to accomplish that? Success has many different faces for me. It's not just one thing. I'm successful. And surprisingly, it's not follower count. In my opinion, like for me, of course, everyone wants a lot of followers, right? You you strive, you want to see yourself grow, you don't want to see you lose followers, things of that nature. But I think what's more important, one, is being able to create content that can take someone away from their problems and put a smile on their face just once or entertain them in some way. If it's not a smile, maybe it's sparking a meaningful conversation about X, Y, and Z, you know, just being able to take someone away from their problems, even if it's just momentarily, 30 seconds, 15, 30 seconds, where they're not thinking about the wrong that's going on in their life, but they're smiling or 
their mind is just in another place. That's that's one sign of success for me. Um, of course, me being able to um, pay my bills and and make money from what I'm doing because this is a job. This is something that I love to do. Um, I've been uh, blessed enough to get away from my job that I was doing before um, COVID and the lockdown and everything. I was a server and bartender, um, but I've been able to now step away from that and just focus full time, not just on content creation, but social media as a whole, as a marketer as well. Um, so that's a success for me because I was very unhappy. Now I am happier doing what I'm doing, which leads me to my other um, sign of success is being happy. Being being in a position where I love to talk about what I do when people ask me, what is it that you do? Um, being able to impact in a way that I, I never thought I'd be able to with uh, creating content um, for social media, but then also creating and coming up with ideas for other companies. Um, so all that is success for me. Uh, and, and I know I'm like weird. I'm like, oh, a million followers. Like, no. I mean, if I reach a million followers, awesome, great. If I reach 200,000 followers, awesome, great. But, you know, it's more so like the interaction and building great uh, relationships with people like you and Justin or just uh, some of my followers, like uh, like I call her the mind of the year, Holly, and um, some other people that I've met along the way. Um, that That's success for me because that's going to be more longevity. You know, I, I can make that connection with people. Last thing before I let you go, somebody comes at you, they're a young creator, less than a thousand followers. They really gun ho about wanting to do this. What's the advice you would give either that creator or maybe you when you first started out, something that you wish you had figured out early in the process? Just one? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, there could um, be a I'll list, but you know, the one thing that, that especially would help a young creator that's, you know, shooting for the stars. So, okay, so me and uh, one of my best friends was talking about this yesterday. And this and this the only, the only reason I'm going to say this because it's really fresh on my mind. Don't leave money on the table. Not always necessarily monetary, but that as well. But just don't leave an opportunity there because you never know what that one opportunity is going to lead you to next. So, for an example, I'm uh, my best friend. He has a pickleball and tennis um, company where he goes around and he'll put on events for like companies and things of that nature. And there was a creator that reached out to him saying, "Hey, I want to do this event. Come and help you out because you're working with a, ma a, a major NBA basketball team. You're putting on an event to host a pickleball tournament for them." Uh, she was super excited, super gung-ho about it. But then the deal fell through with the basketball team and he's been hitting her up and she hasn't responded. Right? So I, I say that for, for an example because now she's losing out on the opportunity. She didn't know that he also had something lined up with ESPN, a WNBA team, and like another huge major company that I'm not allowed to say now that he was going to use her for all because the bull thing fell through. So she didn't feel like there was any value working with him anymore. 
So she's leaving money on the table. She's leaving an opportunity to grow with my friend because she didn't know what else was going on. And that's actually how I got a lot of my sponsorship. You know, people would come to me and ask me to do like a free video or didn't have as much money to give to me at first. And I would always say, yes, if it's a product or something that I want to work with. And then they come back and like, you know what? You did so good on that video. Here's a monthly contract. Here's a yearly contract. And now like I have four sponsors that I've worked with consistently. I don't need to work with any other sponsors because I was able to do something for free or for a lesser price. I didn't leave any money on the table. So that would be my one advice. If there, if someone's serious about doing content creation, I mean, we all get into it to eventually be able to um, provide for ourselves and our family. So don't leave money on the table. Q Harris, he's on TikTok, Wellness Wednesday, giving you some good vibes. We'll have this uh, out on our podcast channel uh, by the end of the week as well. Q, brother, thanks so much. So much application and like, things i felt like i needed to get out a notepad so i will be listening back to this later uh brother thanks so <laughs> no, much for thank your time, you so man. much for having thank you so much for having me on here i'm glad we were finally able to do this Love. i know it's been a couple of weeks going back and <laughs> forth but uh no I'm, I'm definitely glad that we were able to finally lock it down and get this done love you brother thanks so much for your time this morning have a great one thank you you too Well, there you go. Thanks for listening to the Morning Roast podcast. The Morning Roast radio show can be heard and seen live on TikTok every single weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern and then on Station Head at 9 a.m. Eastern. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Morning Roast Radio and check me out on TikTok. Have a great day.